sell to million. What up? Happy Thursday. Hope you guys are having a great day. I'm bringing you guys back with another subscriber. First wholesale deal interview. And this one is going to blow your mind away. His first wholesale deal, $65,545. Woo! Yeah. So you guys, I'm going to bring our special guest to come on. Um, he's going to share with you guys, obviously, his stories, how he closed his first wholesale deal. Um, and uh, so pretty much all the details about the deals. And I want him to also give you guys this little background uh, where he came from because we all started from different walk of life, all right? And um, if you guys do like these kind of interview, the subscriber first wholesale deal interview, please let me know. Boom, by smashing the thumbs up. If you don't find any value throughout this video, go ahead and give me a thumbs down. I ain't care, all right? So let me know if you do enjoy this. And if you find value, don't be shy. Let me know by comment below, smash the thumbs up and let me know. And if you don't, go ahead and, and, and smash that thumbs down. Um, but if you guys are new, if any one of you are new to the channel, this channel is all about wholesaling where I share with you everything I've learned and everything that I will be learning to help you move in the right directions and also to bringing on guests like this, um, you know, to let you know that this business is possible for anybody that's willing to put in the work, the W, the O, the R, the A, the K. Oh, I, I misspell that. Oh, W-O-R-K. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, put your hand, put your thumb together. Help me bring on Alex from Maryland. What up, buddy? What's going on, Kong? Happy Thursday. I just want to say it's a blessing you know, to be on here, not only to talk to you, but uh, you know, share my story, share my experience with your viewers, and hopefully I can provide some value today. Absolutely, man. Hey, Alex, first of all, man, obviously I want to say big congrats. And also, too, is I want to say thank you, bro. Thank you so much for taking your time to jump on to do this uh, interview with me, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. And before I let Alex go into sharing stories, I want to let those of you who recently closed your first wholesale deal, email me at wholesale2millions at gmail.com. Show me the money, pay a picture of the check to verify, and then we'd love to get you onto the channel. Also, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, hit me up on IG, go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G, dot like a period, W-T-M. Alex, you ready to rock and roll, buddy? Ready to do this. I'm, I'm ready to listen, bro. So give us a little black background, a little stories. Give me the dirt, uh, a little background uh, and your story, bro, before you get into the, uh, the wholesale deal. Absolutely. My name's Alex, like Kong said. Uh, I was in the military four years, and I had you know, a good thing going. I actually got a lot of commendations, a lot of medals, just saying you know, I was doing pretty good where I was at. I was doing that in a job that you know, I wasn't very passionate about. And so I figured if I could do that in a job I wasn't passionate about, you know, I would do just fine on the outside. And I actually had a, my wife and I had a beautiful baby girl at the same time. And so, you know, deploying six to 12 months wasn't something I was looking forward to and missing out on that time. So we made a huge life decision, moved back to Maryland. I was in Oklahoma for four years. And my dad at the time owned his own hardwood flooring business. And he was, doing like thousands of square feet by himself. And this man was just like the definition of hard work. And so I figured if I could learn the trade from the master himself, then I, you know, I could take over this business because he wanted to get out of it and uh, got into that and found out working hard for money is not something I wanted to do for 20 years. And I said, there's got to be a better way. 
And so my brother and I actually got to talking and he mentioned owning a quadplex and renting out the free units and having them pay for your rent or pay for your mortgage rather. And it just clicked in my head. And so at that point I became obsessed. I quit my job, had no income coming in whatsoever, had a family to support. And I started networking, reading books, watching videos eight hours a day. And I uh, just met some people through networking and through that they offered me an opportunity and I took it and ran with it, you know, as a acquisitions guy for them. And I, through them, I met a bigger fish, which is uh, you and I's mentor, Mike to the fifth. So I want to give him a shout out. And, uh, and started doing, you know, five to 10 deals a month. And so very quickly, I had to learn how to move these properties. I never was really good at acquisitions, but, you know, dispositions, I had some training. So that was good. And uh, from there, it's just, you know, the rest is history, man. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Yeah, man. I definitely do want to give my mentor a shout out. Those of you who haven't followed him, go hit him up on Instagram at Mike, M-I-K-E, the number two, and then Fitz, right? F-I-T-Z, yep. Mike to the yep. Fitz. Go hit him up. It's cool, dude. <laughs> so, uh, Alex, man, a great story, bro. So now let's jump into your first wholesale deal. Um, kind of let us know um, where you got the deal, obviously, the whole thing, man. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually wasn't advertising at all. You know, I just had my website. I guess, I, you know, my website and my social medias was my only advertising, but it was 50 bucks a month. So, you know, 50 bucks a month turned into 65K, that ROI right there. <laughs> But uh, he gave me a call off my website. He didn't even fill out the form. He just called my number and said, hey, you know, I have a property you may be interested in. And immediately, you know, I was driving at the time and I got all the way back home, pulled in my driveway, didn't have any notepad or anything like that. And I called him right back and, you know, went through the process. He said, I don't have a script, but, you know, I kind of keep it in my head. I try to memorize everything. And so I, uh, I went through the process, you know, hey, we're a wholesaler. Uh, you know, excuse me, we're investors, we buy houses. And immediately he told me he was an investor and knew what a wholesaler was. And so right then and there, I had to change up my whole tactic because uh, I thought I did, but I, I called his bluff. And so I, you know, I went through the whole, you know, kit and caboodle, basically told him what you, everybody else tells him. And come to find out, he really didn't know what a wholesaler was. He, uh, I think he just YouTube it or, you know, Googled the term maybe. And uh, I came to find out he actually bought this property from a wholesaler. So without giving myself away too much, you know, I went through the whole process, got the details of the property, kind of found out what his pain points were, and he was tired of the city. Uh, he made a lot of repairs to the property, and I actually came to find out he maybe was not the best landlord, and that's why he was having troubles with the property. It was a huge value-add opportunity. So that first phone call I got or made and uh, – got some basic information and then once he gave me the address what his rents were i did some research and i come to find out you know it's the six unit five of the six units were rented way below market uh, i found that out by contacting all the experienced real estate investors around the town to figure out what they would rent a one bedroom for and what they would rent a commercial unit for because i would spend hours just trying to figure that out so i leveraged their knowledge to figure out that information once I had a good valuation of what the property could bring in and how many repairs it actually needed, it only needed about 25,000 repairs in that one vacant unit. And all the other units, even though it's a 100-year-old building, was immaculate. So right away, I knew this was a deal because uh, it's just it was a huge value-add play. And so I called him back and I asked him, you know, three or four times, what number would work for you? And uh, he wouldn't tell me. 
And so I had to, you know, I kept asking him. He just wouldn't tell me. He said, if you're, if you're in the ballpark, I'll let you know. And he told me that he purchased the property for 150 And I was kind of excited he told me that because I was going to offer lower. <laughs> so I offered him 125 And he was like, I'll tell you what, you know, you're in the ballpark. Um, but let me, let me wait a week just to see what I get. Because today's the first day I called people. Because he could just call every wholesaler on the website. And he just went down the list, and I was the first one to call him back. And so uh, he said, let me wait till next Monday, and I'll give you a call back. And me, I was super excited because I was in the ballpark. I said, all right. And as soon as I hung up the phone, I slapped myself in the head. And I was like, you idiot. You should have just asked him what will get the deal done today, like I learned from Kong. Because <laughs> then I would have got it done. Um, so at that point, uh, I tried not to get too excited, and I was going to – calling back 24 hours later so I didn't seem desperate I took that risk I don't recommend doing that that was a mistake uh, but I called him back and sure enough he had already had five to six offers anywhere from 115 to 135 and I calculated this property to be worth over 300,000 with proper management and 25k rehab so this was huge and I I said right then and there you know I learned from Kong ask him what will get the deal done today and sure enough, he told me 140 closed in 30 days with a $1,000 deposit. And I negotiated every aspect of that. We went back and forth, and I got 40 days out of it and $500 deposit at 140K. So that's the seller portion. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess you want me to go into the buyer portion now, too? No, um, I'm, I actually have, I actually have, uh, I actually got to have, I'm going to break it down, Alex. I have some question for you, dude. Sure. So, so I, I just want to make sure that I just want to make sure that uh, the audience is clear. So you, so on the first call that he calls you, he left a voicemail, correct? Correct. So what did the voicemail say roughly? He said, I have a property you may be interested in. It's at this address. Uh, please give me a call if you would like to talk further. And that was it. I knew right away he was going to be a direct guy. Gotcha. Okay. So you, okay. Gotcha. Okay. So now my next question, when you call back, uh, when you call him back, you mentioned that you, did you say you were a wholesaler? No, no. So what I did is okay. I said, you know, this is Alex with uh, Property Solutions and I told you, or I got your message and I hear you have property you're interested in selling. He didn't say he was interested, but I said that and he said, yes, I do. And so I, you know, I pre-eliminated or predetermined he was motivated based off what you told me to ask gotcha gotcha okay so 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 basically alex so because early earlier you mentioned the word wholesale but you but you did not brought it up right just like a normal no he he actually brought that up to me and told me he knew what it was and he called all the wholesalers in the area so oh. that kind of threw me off for a second <laughs> <laughs> gotcha okay so that's where you call bluff and you continue to do what you normally would do is say hey we're buyer right Yep. I said, you know, that is, I, I didn't want to tell the guy he was wrong, uh, but I wanted to say, Hey, you know, you're absolutely right. That is a strategy we have. We, we do offload it to other investors because we have a huge network, but primarily we're interested in buying this ourselves. I like My partner that. and I. Gotcha. I like that. So you talked to the seller a couple of times and you were not, so have, so at this time, have you seen the property or all you have done was research on the property? I have not seen the property. I just went off Zillow. He only owned the property for three three years, and I had Zillow pictures of one unit, and it was immaculate. And so 
he told me he actually hadn't stepped foot in the property for three years and he wouldn't show the property unless we were under contract. And he even told me he wouldn't show the property more than once after we had the contract signed. So this guy, I knew he was just going to be difficult, uh, but I went with it anyways. And uh, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So initially when he gave you the address and then um, obviously you start talking back and forth, he wouldn't give you the number. You gave him a ballpark of roughly you were going to offer him 125. Now, when you made that offer, uh, Alex, I know that this is a multifamily. It's a six unit. Were you, were you already in the, uh, were you planning that whoever's going to buy this, is it going to flip it or going to be a landlord already, right? Yes. Okay. So you figure whoever buy this was what? Like your It's going to be a, a landlord. Gotcha. Okay. So it'll be a landlord. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and then, so you lock it up under contract for 140? 140? 140. 140. Okay. Gotcha. So you lock it up for 140. Uh, you negotiate the earnest money to be 500. Good job on negotiating, bro. Uh, <laughs> and the thing is, you guys, so the thing is, Alex, I mean, who brought up the earnest money? I figure it's the seller because he's kind of uh, an investor himself, right? Yeah, he was pretty savvy. So that's the first thing he said. Gotcha. Okay. And for those of you who said, Hey Kong, how, what if I deal with a savvy investor? I mean, situation is situation, right? Doesn't mm -hmm. matter if they're an agent, like, like, don't like, like, don't assume that, you know, because uh, we have done deal with, um, investor as well. You know, they run across it, uh, where they buy, they, they flip it. And all of a sudden they just come in a tight situation. And could you remind me what's the situation on this again, Alex? So basically, he it's downtown, so he had to deal with the city. Uh, anytime he had to pull permits or anything, it was difficult. And actually, the building is right in front of the city building. So, you know, they drive through there all the time. And so he's just tired of it. He's paid a lot in repairs. He's got a brand new roof, new mechanicals. I mean, it was, it was the best deal you could ever have. You know what I mean? So he had all this work into it, and he still wasn't getting the rents he wanted because he hasn't raised the rents. And the whole time he was there and there's tenants there for over 10 years. Oh, wow. So, so he's in the same area or, or is he in an outstate? He's in the same area. Okay. Wow, man. So ARV, you figure is 365, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. And then the rehab left that needed to be done was about 25K, you said? He told me 10K. So I said, I, you know, I drove, I drive by this place every day to go to the gym. And so I looked at it and I said, all right, it's going to be 25K. And all my buyers eventually, you know, they agreed with me. So I knew. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. And then, uh, so let me see. So what was the total rent? Total rent was bringing in is 2516. And I had projected that the market demands uh, at least 4,500. Oh, dang. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, dang. Dude, yes. Dude, this is like a freaking, like a home run, bro. <laughs> wow. I'm, yeah. Paying for one something. So, okay. So, so basically, um, Alex is probably, so you, you're pretty familiar with the area. Right when he gave you the rent amount, he gave you the address, you figure that, man, this, this is a good deal. Yeah, I did. You know, I, I didn't know the rent off the top of my head because uh, I don't own anything right now myself, but that's in the plans um but i did contact people who own multiple units and they all gave me a number and i averaged that out i see gotcha okay so as at the time he was currently rent uh renting for uh the total rent would 
$2,516, right? Correct. And uh, four units or five units was rented and the other uh, one of them is vacant? Yep, and it had a shed in the back that he wasn't renting. He was just using it for storage. So that was additional income. Okay, gotcha. Okay, wow. Okay, so now let's get into the buyer. How do you find the buyer? So I had a buyer I've been working with. Uh, they've been telling me nonstop. I found them on Craigslist that they want multi-units. And I do a pretty good job of pre-qualifying my buyers, making sure they're serious. And these people said all the right things, did all the right things. And uh, I, so I scheduled the showing for that Friday for my first showing, as well as bringing them along. And a lot of people don't like that because the seller was going to be there. So I had my buyer, me, and the seller there all at the same time. And as a wholesaler, that can be intimidating. But I just told him straight up, I said, you know, because I'm raising the price 15 grand to 140, I'm going to have to get creative with this one and I might bring in a partner. So immediately he was okay with that. I was transparent from the beginning and uh, that was very easy. They loved the property. I showed it to them. It was just what I thought it was. It was immaculate, you know, a beautiful property. It's 100 years old and you couldn't even tell. And uh, immediately afterwards, I texted them. I said, hey, this thing's going to fly off the shelf. Do you guys want it? And they said, yes, we'll take it. We'll take it at the 210 price that you were advertising. And so I, uh, it was below what I could have offered it for. I definitely think I could have offered more. But I was happy at 70000 You know, it's a 70000 wholesale fee. So I was happy with that. And I sent over the contract and they were taking a lot of time. And then I got to him, I said, I needed this back within 12, 24 hours where I'm going to have to move on. And so they took that and then they said, I want an inspection period. I said, well, we just looked at the property. It was immaculate. You could tell, you know, you don't have to be a genius to figure that out. I didn't say it like that, but I was thinking this in my head and I was being very, you know, respectful and professional with them. But I said, I'm not going to tie this up for 14 days that you want. And I only have 30, 40 days on the contract. So I said, if you want to do that, I'm going to need instead of $5,000 down, I'm going to need $10,000 down. And I'm only going to give you a seven day inspection period. And they said, well, we'll take the seven days, but we can only do 5,000. So I said, all right. So I sent the new contract over to them. They still didn't sign it within the next day. And I contacted them. And then they finally called me back and said, hey, uh, just a little nervous about this one. It's a great property. It's everything I wanted. But. I'm afraid there's some foundational issues and I can't get a contractor there in seven days. Uh, we'll call you back if we're interested. And so right there, I knew I had it sold. I was, you know, kind of just beaten up. I was like, man, I couldn't, I was devastated. I had a buyer. I thought it was for sure. And they fell through. Um, so, but from there, uh, I was going over a family's house 30 minutes later. I kid you not, you call it divine intervention, whatever. But I had a realtor call me and he said, Hey, I have buyers looking for multi-units. Do you have anything? And I said, yes, I have something right now. It's going to be gone in 24 hours. Just tell all your buyers. And he said, all right, I got three buyers that are looking set it up for Thursday. And that gave me an idea because when that realtor called me, I thought of one realtor who deals strictly with commercial real estate. And he's kind of the top dog around here. So I contacted him right after that phone call. And sure enough, he had cash buyers that were ready to close, you know, tomorrow. And uh, I had to get really creative with that. Do you want me to go into detail with yes, that right yeah. now? Or? Yes. Okay. So uh, he called me the next day, said, my buyer's interested. He's coming from Florida and uh, he wants to see the property tomorrow. Can you set it up? So I was kind of nervous because the seller had already told me I'm only showing it once. So I called him up. I said, well, I got a new partner. You know, if I only stick with one partner, usually I get screwed because then they know I only stick with them. 
So I get better terms if I bring in multiple partners so I can get better options. And he, being an investor, could relate to that, and he understood. So he showed me the property again. And again, I sold the crap out of this property. It kind of sold itself, and he was happy and said I wanted it. So the realtor said, absolutely, uh, we'll lock it up. There's only one problem. He uh, just spent all of his cash buying another building on the same street. I found out this investor had already owned a building right beside this one and a couple down the street. So he was serious. I knew he was serious. And he had the pool to pull in a bank loan. And that's what he wanted to use. Well, as wholesalers, that kind of throws a wrench in our you know, plans because bank loans take 30 to 35 days minimum. And also they're going to want an appraisal. That means more inspections. And I was just very you know, intimidated from that. And so I said, well, maybe we could do something called a division of proceeds, which allows me to list the property on the seller's behalf, but the seller then sees how much we're making as well as the buyer. So even though we're double closing, they both saw how much I was making. And so I took a huge risk in even offering that. And, uh, but at the end of the day, I did get him to sign it. I had to pay 5k more for a 15 day extension just in case this buyer fell through. So I had backup plans on backup plans just to make sure I got this thing to closing. And, uh, you know, I, I stayed consistent with them every week. I made sure every Monday I contacted the seller, make sure he didn't have any questions. And every, you know, every, almost every day I contacted the realtor, make sure stuff was moving smoothly. Uh, the bank loan fell through because it was going to take too long and they needed too much stuff. And he ended up finding him a hard money lender. And so I didn't even need to pay the 5k extra, but I did. And, uh, we closed the deal on hard money. So. Wow, bro. <laughs> a lot of well, wrenches in this one. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dang. Okay. So, okay. So you tied up with, uh, so originally you tied up with the seller for how long? For 40 days. Okay. 40 days. You end up having to add, uh, you end up having to ask an extension for it. Correct. Cause the realtor's contract or listing rather was until April 15th. And I wanted an extra 15 days in case this guy didn't perform. Gotcha. Okay. So for, for the 15 days extra, you offered the seller or the, did the seller say he wants 5k? I offered the seller. Um, I just, I felt it was easier for me to do that with the spread I had just because he was very, he didn't want to assign anything else. He was, you know, he's dead set on what we already had. And so he wanted another $500 down too. And I said, I have no problem doing that. And he never said anything further. So I actually didn't put down $500 more. Gotcha. Okay. And everybody probably is curious is what do you mean by division of proceeds? So at least in the state of Maryland, a uh, division of proceeds basically says, Hey, I'm the consultant in this deal. Uh, I'm coming to you offering to sell the property, basically uh, using my network, you're going to be promised a certain amount. So 145 and anything over that is in my pocket. So whenever I found the buyer, I had to put the purchase price that the buyer is putting on there on the same contract. So he, the seller, was going to know that I sold the property for, the realtor actually sold it for $230,000. Um, and he put his commission on top of the purchase price. So I, it didn't come out of my, my pay. Um, and he actually offered that. That's something that we as wholesalers should offer uh, because we don't want to take out of our assignment fee. And I learned that from you as well. Um, but he actually did it for me and that's how good this realtor was. He just knew working with wholesalers. So, wow, bro. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> so basically, so basically when you meant list the property, so when the seller signed that, 
So now do you, is that mean you get to list his property on the MLS? It is. A, it's called a pocket listing, I believe. And I what see. That means, Got it. Yeah. So they, uh, they do list it, but it doesn't get published. He has somebody, you know, that way he gets his commission legally because he's sure. got to follow the board of realtors. He can't just get a wholesale fee. I see. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, huh. So now my question for you is Alex, why did you have to do the division of proceed if the realtor already have the cash buy in place? Because the realtor, I, I don't think he, he wanted, he, this is how he's done it before. And he wasn't comfortable with me paying him just because of the board of realtors. Mm. And I figured if he was bringing me, you know, 230,000 buyer, I, I could go through the extra steps of, you know, sure. meeting him halfway getting this paperwork signed so it's all legit i see him. i see okay so so when you send the paperwork over to the seller so the seller will sign it because now you're offering him five thousand more so he's signing for a 145 and he he also sees that you have a buyer at 230 yes and he has no problem he uh the very beginning he said you know i understand you guys are selling this for a profit um, I'm sure he didn't realize how much more, but, uh, I at first sent the contract with that line blank and he refused to sign it without that, that being filled in. So I was like, shoot, I got to put this 230 in there. And, uh, I, I took a risk and I think maybe there was a better way I could do it, but I took a leap of faith and he, uh, he didn't have a problem with it. He signed it right away. Wow. I think he was happy with the five grand extra and that was enough. Wow. 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 Oh man. Dang, I would be nervous too, bro. Yeah. 70 G on the line, bro. <laughs> to him, it was uh, it was a lot more. It was like uh, 90 G or something. Yeah, he didn't bro. see the realtors. Ah, uh, oh, man, that's gonna be tough to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot okay. of time thinking. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Okay, so now, um, so for those of you who, uh, for those of you, um. For those of you, and I'm going to share this with Alex as well, but maybe Alex um, probably already know this already. Um, for those of you, when you, obviously Alex qualifies buyer, right? Okay, so everybody wants to know, um, Alex, why don't you share really quick? I know we're running on a timeline here. Why don't you share really quick? How do you qualify your cash buyer? So right off the bat, I condition them to know that, hey, I'm closing in 7 to 14 days. I'll go max of 21 days. And if that's, you know, something they can't do, then automatically I don't deal with them. I also ask, you know, it all be, be all cash. Um, I don't do this all the time, but I should is ask for the proof of funds. And I ask them, you know, I prefer not to show the property more than once. So if you want to bring all your inspectors and everything, please bring them then. So. Awesome. Yep. And that's, and that's what I was going to point out, Alex, is that for those of you if they are true, serious buyers, all right, you tell them this. Hey, you know what? This is a one-time walkthrough slash inspection. So on the day, whenever, whenever you want, let us know. Bring your contractor, bring your lender, bring your inspector, bring whoever, your partner, whoever you need to bring with you on that day. Look at whatever you need to look at, all right? But afterwards, I want to let you know this is a one-time walkthrough slash inspections. That's how we operate. And then afterward, you just need to let us know if it's something that's going to work for you or not. Does that work for you? And we, most of the time, if they are serious, they don't have any problem because 
because I mean, why would they have problem? Right? Because you, you told them on the day, you look at whatever you need to look at. Right. And then you bring whoever you need to bring. Let me know the day and I'll set it up to you. Um, and then also to another thing that I want to uh, point out, um, for, for, uh, uh, to you guys as well. But like I said, maybe Alex already know this, you know, how you, you know, how you told the seller, you, you gave the, the seller the, the time frame of the 24 hours. Yeah. So, because, because you didn't want to call back feeling like you're like you're desperate. Right. Right. Got it, man. So this is where I'm telling you guys, this is where you put your partners in in the middle so that way you don't like it's not like your part like that's why you put your partner or maybe you put yourself as just part of the the company and so it doesn't make it seem like you're the desperate one you're just doing your job so you call back and i'll be like hey alex you know my team manager just want me to touch base with you see kind of where you're at in price so you know my team manager wants so now you don't sound like you're you're the one who wants to call back and feel like you're desperate but you're putting that onto onto somebody else as if like you're just doing your job and you don't care if this deal gets done or not. And that's just really, so that makes, so the seller doesn't seem like you're desperate, but you're just doing your job. So I hope that, um, I hope that helps you guys out. Um, and then Alex, obviously now my other question for you is obviously the seller got multiple bid on it. Yours at 125. He got in between 115 to 135. So when you call him back on that call, how did you, obviously, I, I, I know what you said to get the deal done, but did he tell you why he, why he hasn't accepted the other offer yet? He uh, actually, when the, I sh he showed me the property the first time, I was going to ask him, you know, why did you choose us over the comp competition? Because I saw you had a higher offer. And he actually went ahead and told me before I could ask that question. He said, and if you're wondering why I went with you, it's because you called me first and then you called me back again you know, the next day. And he said, that's what did it for me. He said, also, you know, I kind of like you after meeting you, you know, I built a, a lot of rapport with the sellers. So. Gotcha, man. Awesome. Well, Alex, man, I want to say congrats, dude. So the deal, so the total days that got done, um, how long did it took, dude? Uh, it took 39 days. 39 days. So you didn't even need that extra. <laughs> nope, I didn't. <laughs> But you got it done, dude. 65 is pretty damn good, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was happy. So. <laughs> so those of you who have questions on this deal, comment below. And like I said, again, if you find value throughout the video, any little tiny bit, any kind of value, show us some love, smash the thumbs up for the guests. And if you don't, smash the thumbs down, all right? Um, also, too, so Alex, let's wrap it up, man. I want you to go ahead and kind of share with everybody, man, um, inspiration, motivations, any last word or tips that you can give to, um, you know, whoever it is that is starting out and they're struggling and trying to get their first deal, bro. Absolutely. So it, it sounds good and all to make 65 K, but honestly, I've made multiple offers on properties that I could have earned over 60 K in wholesale fees in the past year. So I've made over $60,000 in mistakes and that was a $60,000 education right and that helped me land this deal so don't be scared to fail actually i encourage it go out there instead of the mindset of hey i might mess this up and i might lose 30 60k why don't i go out there and learn how to do it by failing forward so if you mess up you just got a first class education you're never truly losing and that's the true secret when you fail i agree with you man well said alex and obviously finally how do they connect with you?
And hey, <laughs> I, hey, hold on. I have people drop phone number and their phone blew up. So be careful. Um, so yeah, bro. <laughs> so I've already gotten a plethora of messages from the post. I now try to respond to everybody I can, but you can follow me on Instagram. It's the underscore harsh man. Uh, and it's just my last name. So the harsh man, the underscore harsh man. So if you have any questions, reach out to me and I'll try to get back to you. Awesome. And then I'll make sure I'll put it in the descriptions, you guys. Alex, once again, man, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Um, so thank you. Thanks a lot, bro. All right. Thank you, Kong. Yeah, and those of you who you watch all the way to now and you haven't subscribed to the family, come on, man. What you <laughs> for? Smash the subscribe button, join the family, right? Join the family. We're going to take our life, our business to a whole nother level. And hopefully that um, this whole selling houses game can help you turn your annual income into monthly like it did for me. Um, thank you so much, you guys. And um, hopefully... Um, you know, I really try to grow the channel, so be sure to share this with somebody, and also, too, is to help support the family grow, and I think we're trying to get to 50K sub by the, uh, hopefully soon. <laughs> so, Alex, thank you so much, bro. Have a great rest of your day, bro. You too.